Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I'm Eric Faithful Host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, for tonight, we've got The Ark, The Quantum Leap, two episodes of Shadow and Bone, Star Trek Picard, and The Mandalorian. And as soon as my two lovely co-hosts get here, we will get crackalackin'. Get on with the show. Oh, let's see. What can I talk about while I wait for them? Um, I need everybody out there, baseball fans that are listening to us right now, need to root for Team USA in the championship against Japan. They're losing right now 3-1. to We need help. We need the baseball gods to send us some help. Um, so what else have I been watching? Uh, I feel like I don't watch anything else lately. Oh, I started watching Euphoria. Interesting show. It's good. I can't stop watching it. Um, definitely, uh, out there. Um, also, uh, Ted Lasso is back. And I, I, uh, I binged the first two seasons because I didn't watch it when it was originally on. So season three premiered, and I was like, ooh. And uh, I watched the first episode, and then I realized that it's weekly. So uh, now I have to wait, like everybody else. Um, What else? Uh, Perry Mason season two on HBO Max is out. I've only watched the first episode so far, so I'm not really sure where it's going to go with the season. Um, it's an interesting take on the Perry Mason character, um, considering, I mean, from, you know, I never saw the TV show itself, we remember, but I did watch all the, like, made-for-TV movies with my grandparents through the years. And I have a co-host, Yay! Hi, AJ. It's Karen. Happy Tuesday. Hello, Karen. Happy Tuesday. Nice so we're just here. waiting on Jamie. She she just texted. She'll be here in a second. Okay. Uh, good, because we have a, not a huge amount of stuff, but the usual amount of stuff to talk about this week. A lot, a lot less than last week. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's always bad when we, when we miss a week. Um. So, yeah, she's got to dial in, and then we have uh, a whole bunch. That might be her now. Um, and then we have, uh, uh, I don't know, well, I guess we'll start with some of the bad shows and work away up to the good shows, right? There's less bad stuff than I there gotta, used to be. You know what? I got to say, even the bad show this week is getting kind of good. It's, it's not. Right? It's definitely better than it started out. I know. I'm always like, Jamie, stop saying it gets better. I can't wait for a show to get better. But the arc is actually getting better. I mean, it has no place to go but True. still has some of the same problems that I complain about every week. But it's definitely definitely, uh, evened out. Yeah. It leveled itself off. Uh, I still want to smack these people sometimes, but... Um, yeah, well, they're getting better. They're getting better. I mean, 
Gee, what show do I not want to smack the people, really? That's not really saying anything. <laughs> There's lots of people on TV that I want to smack. <laughs> this is true. All the time. All the time. Uh, but, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely um, – I think evening out is a good way to put it, actually. I think you have it kind of just right there. Um, uh, you know, um, the lows aren't as low. And uh, I don't know if it has highs, but, you know, um, the story's getting tired. Yeah, I, I kind of like where they're taking the story. Yeah, I wouldn't say that uh, there's really been a high moment yet that I've been like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but I would say that the show is uh, – I like the direction they're taking it. I mean, I guess we're just talking about the show now while we're here for her. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I guess we'll, here's start with the art. I guess we'll talk about the art. Um <laughs> I kind of like that they're taking it in a direction of like what happened on earth, that they're not, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I, how good the show can't really be about exploring like new strange worlds, new civilizations. We already have great shows that have done that. Right. Um, and I kind of like that. It's, I mean, they could do that, but I kind of like that they seem to be going in the direction of like, gee, what happened in those months that we were asleep? Like what's, you know, what happened on earth and what's going on? Yeah. I think is a, uh, uh, and how is and how is there an arc fifteen? <laughs> and how is right? that ahead of everybody else? So so um, you know what, we're gonna find out we're gonna find out the arc fifteen actually they found a wormhole and now they're going back through and they're taking out their arcs for some reason. Right? Maybe, but fifteen is the right amount because. Um, uh, I mean, I guess we're just getting into this now. When so they go over and they they find like a survivor. Her name is Kelly, I think, right? And uh, yeah, who I didn't trust her. She start. did. No, I don't trust her at all. But she said um, they're arc, they're on arc arc three is their number, right? They're arc three. Yeah. And she said when we left, there were twelve more arcs ready to go. So fifteen would be the right amount to be the, last, yeah. the right number to be the last arc. Um, but still, the people like the the people on arc one thought there was only supposed to be like six arcs or something, right? Like there were never like fifteen was a huge surprise to them too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I guess we're just getting into this. Uh, so all that. This, I, so this week's episode is when they they take the shuttle over to the arc to see what's going on over there, right? None of that happened last week. Yep. That'll happen this week. Um, and there's, uh, I mean, there's all this argument with the tall Scotsman. I forget his name. I really should pull up the list of character names Bryce. when we talk about the show. I'm getting, be- I'm, getting better to, I'm getting better at the names, Bryce. You, you are getting better. Um, he and Sasha's dead, Ava, he and Ava uh, have this very, I mean, you know they're going to get together, right? They have this very, like, yeah, um, and you know what? I I think that's too soon. I think it's way yeah, too Sasha's, soon. I mean, everybody just they she, woke up and found everybody dead not that long ago. She was she was so in love with that guy, you know, the guy that died, and yeah, I just I I really feel like that it's too soon. I mean, I've seen she it coming so for a couple of weeks now, but yes. yeah. She was so in love with him, and she does express a great deal of anger and sadness about it still, um, you know, anytime it, 
it comes, I mean, we just solved the murder like a, a week ago. and I mean, maybe days ago in Showtime, and she was still very, like, angry about, I mean, you can be angry about your um, partner's death and still ready to move on, I guess, at some point. But, yeah, I think it's too soon. I think it's moving too fast. Um, but it seems kind of obvious that's where it's going, right, that these two are going to have some, yeah. are going to get together if they have this, like, very, like, like, uh, um, like when they fight, it's very charged. I actually do see the chemistry between them a little bit. Um, they, there's yeah, two actually, characters. It, it, you know, yeah, I actually do see the chemistry there, and I don't. You know, it's I was something else I was complaining about, um, feeling like something was forced on us. But with them, I do feel the chemistry. I do see it. I just feel like it's too soon. Yeah. It's a little soon. I mean, I don't know how many episodes this show is going to be and if they're under, like, some pressure to rush it along a little bit. Um, because well, this was already episode seven, right? No. Yeah. It may be well, eight. Seven, seven or eight. Yeah. So we're getting near the you end know, of the show. We don't, you know, it's funny. For a show we, we haven't really been crazy about, it's, it's really been moving along <laughs> as far as, it really you has. know, episode count goes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, at any rate, in between all of the, uh, you know, this, like, thing going on between them and their flirty fighting, uh, we find out what Bryce hey, is. Jamie's Bryce here. has this term. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Hello. We Sorry, I had to clean my contact. It was bothering me, and I couldn't, I had to rush and do it. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I'm like, I'll be That's okay. I know how painful that is when your contacts are bothering you. Yeah. Um. Just nothing. You gotta just take care of it. Um, so we just jumped in to talk about the arc. We were talking about um, Ava and Bryce having their like fighting, flirting all the time, um, and how we both feel about that. Did you hear us talking about it? Yeah, I heard you, you talking a little bit about it. That you see the chemistry between them. And yeah, I, I yeah. do too. I like them together. Yeah. But AJ and I both feel like maybe it's a little too soon for that to be happening. Like, didn't her boyfriend personally <laughs> just die? Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Uh, but it's obvious where that's going to. Uh, so in between, because of this, um, he revealed to Eva that he has a terminal disease. Um, and this is why oh, yeah. he, uh, right, this is why he is always volunteering for all the suicide missions, because he's, like, going to die anyway and might as well die in a blaze of glory or something um and eva's sworn to secrecy so i'm glad it came out but it's a little um it's a little it's an okay reason it's a little boring like he's got this random disease that doesn't really like like it's a made-up disease for the show i think right i forget what it is yeah Yeah. Uh, you know what though but uh i'm okay with it though simply because i i get his point of view and it's like you know, everybody's going to treat him differently if they know about it. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind that people are going to totally treat him differently. So I get that he doesn't want anybody to know. Um, also, if they know yeah. about it, you know, there's certain things they're not going to let him do, like fly the shuttle by himself in case he takes a nap. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, that wouldn't be wrong. I mean, he is wrong wanting to fly no. the shuttle by himself. He did He did pass out. He's wrong. True. That is right? true. <laughs> yeah. I mean... He's wrong, and I think that um, why. <laughs> I think that um, Garnett, 
Garnett, and uh, the other guy, uh, her second number two. Lane. Um, I mean, Lane. I mean, Garnett's not wrong that she's like, no, we only have one navigator. You can't, you can't, right? Like, she's not wrong about that. Right. He's always volunteering, and she's like, you're the navigator. You have to, right? You know what I actually, I mean, he's a little, you know what I thought was funny? Him reckless. Yes. What? Is... Aside from yeah, but they're all reckless. They all want to volunteer to do things. They all want to be the one to go and do it. And it's like there's only three commanding officers on this entire ship, and the three of them keep offering to do all the danger stuff. Now, granted, uh, uh, what's her name there? You know, she's a clone, so she's you know she she was successful in fixing the hull with the radiation and everything because she could withstand it. Yeah, it's just funny because, and, and I, but I like the fact that they actually mentioned that that hey, you guys got to stop off. You know, the three of you can't keep doing every mission, which is funny because you watch all these other space shows. I mean, Star Trek, the bridge crew is always the first to go. You know, yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, every away mission they go, yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, they're doing double duty. So while Bryce is like he's the navigator. He's also like the only pilot, right? Yeah. Or the best. I think he's the only pilot. The um, best pilot. Which is kind of. And the best pilot, yeah, it's kind of crazy. The only good pilot. Nobody anyway. else. It's kind of crazy that nobody else on the ship has any of that experience. Like, like they're not all military, but they are supposed to be like the smartest and the best people from Earth, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why mm-hmm. they're being sent. Um, but apparently, nobody is like a. I mean, I'm pretty sure Maya could Maya. Motormouth, I'm pretty sure she could um, fly a ship if she had to because there appears to be nothing that she can't figure out. If it's run by a computer, <laughs> she can figure it out in two minutes, right? True. So it can be pretty much anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they so they go on to R3 and, like, every single person is dead. Um, and they're dead from the hull breach, right? Like, the hull breach, like, sucked all the air out before, like, the... Uh, I don't know. There was some, like reason that the system like kicked in like killed them all but then life were kicked back in basically basically just so that it can allow our lead actors to take off their helmets and talk like normal actors right that's mm-hmm. like, why that was set up um mm-hmm. so that was crazy the way they were all people were all dead everywhere all over the place right it seemed mm-hmm. a little um and it seemed like kind of an easy answer and and then we see that one guy is stabbed and I just, like, don't believe any of, like, did you guys feel that way when you watched them? Like, oh, every single part of this is a lie and a setup, right? I just, I just, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all I don't alive. trust Kelly as far as I can throw her. No. But no, the question um, is, I don't either. But it's like, it's like, there's a, it's, it's a lie, but why is there a lie? Because they clearly were attacked by ARC-15, but is there more to it? Like, did ARC-15 attack them because they attacked ARC-15 first? You know what I, I mean? Know, like, but I feel like there's, like, there's, be a there's more to it. R16 attacked them. It wasn't just like some random. Well, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. There's there's more to this story than Kelly is telling. Especially when she oh, tricks yeah. the security guy. She tricks the security guy to jettison all the weapons. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh my god, that yeah. part was dumb. Like, except for the one that, that she was kept dumb. in her pants. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, and she tricked him by telling him his daughter is dead, which I'm pretty sure is not true, right? Like, yeah, I don't up. think she probably doesn't know. 
She she probably has no idea whether her daughter his daughter's dead or not. No, she probably never even knew that guy who was husband. In fact, I'm not sure. I, I kind of was wondering. It, it's unlikely, but go ahead, AJ. No, I was just going to say. I, I was going to say the only thing is he said that his husband never would have gotten on the ship if she was still alive. You know, like oh. he went and left her on Earth behind, which is you know. So it, right. it, it is a plausible theory that his daughter is dead. It's possible, but there might be more to it. She, but or she could, or or, I mean, as the story evolves, I mean, she could be on a different arc too. You know, there yes. could be a reason yes, they got separated. Could. Yeah. You know, there could be a kindergarten arc. arc. You know, yeah, I'll tell right? you what I, what I thought. I don't know why I thought this. And um, I'm trying to, I want to make sure though I don't say head, but I don't know why there's something they did that made me wonder and if it's possible. And I don't know that it would make, given his, never mind. That don't make sense because I, for some reason <laughs> when I'm watching this, I'm sorry, I'm not all the railroads. For some reason, when I was watching this, I kept thinking that I wondered if maybe there was, like, a time jump and if it was going to maybe end up that, like, Kelly was the baby. But it that wouldn't make sense because he finally saw his husband. I forgot he did see his husband's body, um, that he would have been way older. But I don't know why. That was kind of what my theory was for part of the episode. You know, actually, because, Jamie, you, you, know, you know what? You're not completely that far off because for, there was a part of me that wondered that, too, until – until the episode evolved and we got more information, but at the start of the episode, I did wonder that. Yeah, because I kept thinking, I bet she's his daughter, but then that didn't it didn't work out that way. But no. yeah, I mean that no. that popped into my head, except for the age, unless like she was on their arc and it went through a time warp or whatever, right? But I but the was, by the end of it, I like. After we saw arc fifteen, like I later started to think, I wonder if she could be from arc fifteen. Either she somehow got over there huh. on a okay. shuttle, yeah. and she's okay. been looking, and she's been looking for something on Arc Three, or uh, and she um, like maybe they're looking for trust, and they thought it was on Arc Three. Uh, I don't know. I'm just wondering if she even ever was on Arc Three, and it was, and it's a total lie. She's actually from Arc Fifteen, or from any other arc. Oh, I don't know. I've not thought of that. Uh, but there has to be some reason that one arc attacks the other. Yeah. It wouldn't just be some random. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's got to be a reason for that. I mean, it could be Arc 15 was taken over by somebody else. Or, like, we don't know. We don't have enough information. But it was a kind of a good twist, I thought. Like, I kind of um, yeah. uh, enjoyed that twist. I, I also am kind of – I think it's good to have some sort of external um, aggressive stressor. So, like, I'm, I was getting – as much as I think the show is getting better, I'm also getting bored of the argument among the three captains of who's going to be in charge. Um, and it would be nice to... It's not really an argument common, anymore, though. Uh, Actually, Wayne hasn't been bad. He's, he's been better these times, other than his big secret about trust. Which was revealed which at he, the end, right? Like, he woke him up. Yeah, which, kind of smart. Which, he woke yeah. him up to get the code. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, I, you know, it's funny, too, because when I, I saw they needed the code, they're like, oh, we uh-huh. can't get in. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm like, maybe Trust has the code. And then Lane's like, just put this in. But <laughs> what I found most interesting about that was Trust is like, where am I and why? So my theory about Trust jumping ship and getting off the earth as quick as possible clearly isn't the case. Somebody, 
somebody knocked his ass, him and his wife out, and put them on the ship. Yeah, he was, like, so, kidnapped and stowed away on there. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be an interesting. I can't wait to see the argument between Lane and Captain What's-Her-Face um, next episode because that's, Lane's got some serious yeah, explaining. I mean, he saved them, but she has a right to be mad now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Jamie, do you know how many episodes there are in this season? This was number seven. Do you know how many more are uh, left? I am not There's sure. 12. I just looked. Wow, 12. That's a lot. I yeah. kind of wondered. Great. Great. I mean, two, three weeks ago, I was like, oh, my God, I can't watch the whole, I can't watch six whole episodes of the show. And now I'm like, oh, we get four more. <laughs> I'm glad you guys like it. I told you it got good. Yep. So, you had to be right yeah. eventually. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> um, All right. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I, I rewatched part of the. I had to rewatch part of the other ones for my interview. I'm like just like circumventing, making sure I don't say anything. Um, because I was gonna say, if anybody has any questions for, her, I am talking to uh, Samantha tomorrow, who plays Kelly. That's tomorrow. All right, well, what show do you guys want to do next? Let's do Quantum Leap. All right. Hey, you guys go first. So, well, I actually have a question for Taryn. Did you yell at the TV like I did in the first two seconds? I was like, Phil! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, you got yeah. it immediately. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was a, a highlight in near the beginning of the episode was kind of pissing me off because I, you know, I, I was like, oh, we're going to get the whole, like, 1950s, like, uh, asylum. Uh, asylum trope. But it, it went in a, in a, it was pretty good. I liked that immediately it turns out that he's, like, going undercover. Like, that was a good, I liked that. It was a good yeah. premise. I, yeah. I tell you what, I really liked this episode because it felt like, you, you know, Ben's got plot armor, but I really, like, the episode was intense. Like, you really felt things in this episode that I feel like we haven't really had in many episodes, you know. And everything with Janice, you know, like her and me, you know, she's like, oh, my God, we got to go. This is so important. And Martina's showing up and working with him, and it's like, do we trust Martinez? And don't you trust Martinez. And you, trust Martinez. Yeah. And then you find out, nope, don't trust Martinez. But we did learn some things like he's following orders blindly, you know, because he's, you know, he's a military guy, so he's in a chain of command. So it's like he's given orders and he just follows them, you know. And the order was I don't let Ben, meant, you know, I wanted to stop ask Ben on one of these leaves. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys something because I missed a, a comment that was in it and I meant to go back and then I didn't get a chance and I forgot about it. Um, they had made, made a, they had said about the future leapers. I think they said that it, it sounded to me that they meant that they're trying to undo what Ben did, right? Or did I misunderstand? Well, that? no. Okay. So in the original show, and it was actually funny because the file was called Evil Leapers that they showed on the computer screen, which is which was the title of one of the episodes. 
there was a group of people uh, from further in the future than Sam, and they were trying anything he would fix, they would try and go back and unfix it. Okay, that's where I got mixed with that. Because that's what I thought they said, but then I was confused because clearly Martinez is, they also made a point of saying that he has to, like, save somebody in order to leap as well. And I got the two mixed up. That's where I got, okay, so they were two separate. So he isn't necessarily from that group then. No. No, no, it's, okay. it's totally oh, Okay, that's where I got mixed up. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I wonder if that was put, like really from the or the original series. So you answered that question then. <laughs> and I think yeah. it's interesting I, I mean, that Martina, you know, according to to um, Janice, that Martinez is the one that kills Addison. So I wonder, is it in, like he goes after her and kills her? Is it she gets caught in a crossfire? Like, you know, it's all. Like, has does he, he already kill her killed does he, her? Does he kill her or does he try to kill her? Do we know that he actually kills her? Yes. Because well, that's, that's the whole reason Ben, ben Addison, left. Right? That's, well, yeah, 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 that's the whole reason he left. her doesn't necessarily mean that he knows she's dead, does it? I mean, I guess it's implied. But I would think so. Why are, you, why are you leaping to try and save somebody if they were uh, somebody attempted to kill them and failed? You don't need to no, save them. They, they they already saved. No, but in danger of being killed without him going back because she actually was killed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, but I. Yeah, but I think right. no. It's I'm been just saying that's it's been said. No, it's it's been get. said that she's. Yeah, no, it's been said she gets killed in the future. Oh, I wasn't sure if what I, I would have to go back to the episode, and you probably remember it than I do. I, I wasn't sure if, if Janice said this is when he tries to kill you, or this is when he'll make an attempt on your life, I, I, or if she said this is when he kills you. I was with Jamie. I thought maybe he's like trying to kill Addison, or, or I mean, up until now, I I didn't really think anybody was actually trying to kill Addison. I thought maybe Addison just got killed somehow. Like I thought, I thought maybe Ben was just trying to save her from dying, which could be from not necessarily like it could be from an accident, right? It could be from I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's that. kind of what I thought. I I don't remember what the quote is, so I'm gonna have to later go back and. Yeah, it was it was it. it was always stated that it was because she was gonna die, and this is the episode we we find out in this episode that it's Martinez that kills her. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so I didn't really see anything in this episode that would be Martinez trying to kill Addison. He made no attempt on Addison at all. In fact, he, what he did well, was he, he just left Ben behind. Oh, because Addison's not real. Addison's a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind yeah, of hard for right. him to kill her in that moment. Right. He can see. Her. He can't kill. Her. He's got to kill her in the real world. And since he's from the future, right? Like he can only kill her in the future when Addison gets there. So he's really no threat in. Or well, no, he could belief. he could leap he could leap he could leap into a time period where Addison is. If he can control his leaps, and if which well, case, it, like if he was trying to kill Addison, why wouldn't he just leap and kill her? Like he's got something else going. Well, he on can't. Also. But what I'm saying is, he he I don't he, think he, he might not be able to control. Can, yeah, he can't control. I don't think he he can't control his leaps, but he clearly at some point, and that's where. You know, that's why Ben is trying to leap to the same time he is. You know what I mean? 
Like, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that they, even though we don't see Martinez every time, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that where that they've been leaping to the same place places at the same time. And it's like a so the theory. I mean, this is like the third time they've leapt together. Yeah. Well, I was under That's the impression from what Janice said that this there was only three times. That they left to the same place. Uh, that's that's true. That's, yeah, that's mess. that's no. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Jenna said there are three opportunities to stop him, and this is the last one. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, I feel so. Uh, uh, AJ, did you watch Timeless with, or just me and Jamie? Did you watch Timeless with us? Just you and Jamie. I think. No. Uh, so, like, Martinez reminds me of the Goran these. That was his last name. Um, of his character in Timeless, that he was also he also had a time machine, and he was working against um, the main that girl, that main that actress who's uh, favorite. But you know what I mean, the main character. Yeah, I know. Um, the, Don't remember the like, character's name, but I know what you mean. No, I just remember the actress as Meghan Markle's best friend. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember her name. Um, uh, but and I can't remember the character's name either. But uh, he was traveling in time and working against her. But he thought he was really doing the right thing. Like he wasn't necessarily. He, he was trying. It turned out he was trying to like bring his daughter back to life, right? Like he was trying to change history so his daughter wouldn't die. And you had to have sympathy for the guy. But he was like, like doing all these bad things in history to try to undo history, right? Um, and I don't think that Martinez is, like, doing that, but, like, Martinez reminds me of that character. And I feel like we, we are going to – we know we're going to find out that Martinez has a reason, and oh. it's going to be, like, oh. maybe not a bad reason or the worst reason, but he's doing it the wrong way, right? I just feel well, like yeah, I know that's where I was going to say, when they originally met him in the their present – his past, he didn't seem like he was a bad guy. So obviously something has to happen between point A and point B that makes him right. going after them. Well, yeah. Well, he's following. He's not, you know, is he going he's, after he's, them? He's, he's he's following orders. Yeah. At least right now. From he who is. we don't know. Um. And yeah, and, Ziggy. He's following orders. Ziggy. Ziggy. Wait, Ziggy's it, the mole. Well, Ziggy, Ziggy's the mole. Is Ziggy giving the orders? I don't know, but Ziggy's the mole. Yeah, I no, I but, Ziggy's the mole, but that might, I feel like that might be an inadvertent thing. Like, when she said right. that, I thought, wow, that actually makes sense. But, like, I don't think she necessarily means, like, Ziggy is sabotaging them so much as Ziggy no. knows all, and Ziggy finding out right. something about the future could affect it. Not that Ziggy's well, bad. But if Mar if well, Martinez yeah. no, is using I, the I same Ziggy right. if Martinez is using the same Ziggy, then Ziggy knows every single thing that these guys did that, that Ben's team, that Magic right. Ben's team did in the past. They're yeah. part of Ziggy's programming for Martinez to exactly. in the future. That's right. how he's a mole, right? Um, yeah. Also right. Ziggy's sabotaging it. I mean, we also know that Ian right. is somehow involved in the future because that person, um, who, yeah, Ian who had a leap in the future. You know, Ian leaps into that person in the future. Um, yeah, it would be interesting probably next season because I was thinking, like, if he doesn't see Martinez again, well, at least according to Janice, where is that going to go? I guess it could be further in the future, so he still could. But if not, 
he could end up running into Ian at some point too, which would be interesting. Well, I don't think that Janet can accurately sit. I mean, I don't think that we're not going to see Martinez again, and there's only three times they cross paths. I mean, Janet said there's there are three, three times they cross paths before her no. front, before her, before the point she talked to him, like the point that they knew about the future, rather. I can't. She didn't even say there's only, she said there's three opportunities to stop him. She didn't necessarily say there's only three times you're going to see him. She said there's three opportunities to stop him. Right. Right? Like, there could be times they run into each other that are not a, like, don't present the opportunity. Or Janie has a good point that that she only knows about the opportunities she knows about because it's not like she knows the future and can say that. Right? Right. She only knows, she only has whatever data she has, and then she has no more. So, I mean, certainly we're not going to not see Martinez again. You know, while I enjoy the Leafs themselves more, I got to say there is one thing I would like to know more of, and that's how Ben and Janice know what anything that they know. Yeah. That we don't. I know. mean, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, right? How do they know anything? I mean, they know? I mean, yes, I mean, yes. Ian came back and said, "Hey, um, Addison's going to be murdered. Uh, you, you need to go save her." But how do they know? When they're going to run into Martinez? How do they know there was three times they're going to run into Martinez? You know, like how do they know all these how things? Did, is Ian the one that told them that? Did they say that? I missed yes. that part. Yeah, getting mixed up together. Yeah, because right. Ian's the one that leapt into the into the uh, the drag queen. But Ian has no memory of it. Only the only the um. Well, no. Right. Well, he's not going to have a memory because he hasn't done so it yet. We think that Ian right. from the right. future knows that Addison is. Getting gonna yes. be dead, and Ian told Ben to leave. At least that's yes. what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't. Yes. Yeah, the episode that we find out that, that yeah, the episode with with the drag queen that we find out that Ian was the one. Ian leapt into that person because that was the person that told Ben that Addison's gonna die. So now we find out that it was Ian. Okay, which means part, Ian. I'm assuming Ian. Uh, yeah, and Ian leaps after. Addison dies, I would assume, that, like, how he, he knows that she died. Well, I, I, you know, I, um, I, I yeah, we're definitely going to see more of that. I can't believe we spend most of this time talking about this because we we consistently say week after week that there sometimes is too much going on in the back of the house and not enough of the leap every week. Um, you know and what now it is? we're, like, getting all into the story and it's, not towards the leap. Yeah. It's actually funny because, you know what it is? I, I, I've started to notice this. It's when Janice is on screen. When Janice is involved, the 2023 stuff is actually interesting because there's something we can actually find out. True. Yeah, because she, she knows all the information. And I did appreciate this week of Janice being like, you said you'd keep me in the loop and you don't really tell me anything. And and she's not wrong. Like, Magic sends her reports, like, no. after it's over. Right. Right? And, yeah. But then Magic but, says, like, well, you're not telling us. You guys tell us also. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Give and take. The street goes both ways. Although, so. uh, I mean, I don't think that Magic ever, like, put it that way to her before. Like, like. No. Yeah. He did not, he did not ever put it to her in a collaborative um, suggestion the way he did this yeah. week. Well, um, hopefully moving uh, forward, there's more Janice. Yeah. 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 Um, the leap was really uh, – there wasn't much to the leap this week, really. I mean, it was not very um, – But it was intense. Uh, 
It was. It was it actually felt like there was like it, scary. It yeah, actually it felt high stakes. Yeah. Yeah, like Ben almost was going to get lobotomized. Uh, ben is not usually like in so much. I mean, not like or the character that he was inhabiting. The person was going to get lobotomized. Um, well, because usually he's trying to sell, save somebody else rather than also trying to save that person. Yeah. Which made it and, yeah. Yeah. Um, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, there was, um, uh, I don't know, there was not that much, uh, the leap later became the point of it was about Martinez, really. Mm-hmm. Um, became sort of the point of the leap. And it was pretty thin on the leap side. There just wasn't like a, you know, it was a, as a kind of a standard escape thing. And it was really only Martinez that made it more interesting. Um, I am, uh, I don't know what to say about Martinez. I mean, I, I kind of liked the, the way the story went that like, are they going to help each other? Can you trust them? And he, he did help Ben and then you couldn't trust him at the end. Um, right. Although but he's he, trying to I, the question though, that he knew that Ben wouldn't die though, if he knows the future. You know, like he knew that he was he trying had to, to kill Ben. Oh, uh, well, you, you, well, no. I mean, think about, ben, think about it. Think about it, though. Right, but think about this. They keep changing the. They they're both changing the past every time they leap. So why couldn't he change the past and kill Ben before the future? You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. But I'm just saying, is it possible that it was more like I need to slow Ben down, and he knew Ben would survive anyway? No, he said he stop. Ben. In the future, of that he said he well, was he told he was stop told he needs to stop Ben. Well, no, how else he, do you stop he, somebody? I mean, <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I'm just looking at it from like a broader perspective and thinking that he may more have been like, I need to stop Ben from doing whatever it is that's going to stop me from doing what I'm trying to do, and that it, there's a possibility that maybe he knows he's going to see Ben again in the future, and that he knew but, that whatever he did would not. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm even saying what I'm meaning. No, it, but... it, it, it doesn't. I mean, it does and it doesn't because this this show has a different set of rules. This is not what happened happened like it is on Lost. Like this right. show is based on the premise that you can yeah. change the past. And we actually saw an episode where um, they changed – didn't we see an episode where they changed something and somebody, somebody on the team like instantly like remembered oh, things differently? Oh, their memories like 12 monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. The memories yeah, update. You can – yeah, uh, you can change things in the past and change the future. So he can, just because Ben, like Ziggy says, Ben died on this day, uh, doesn't mean that that can't change. Everything updates every week with what they do. They, I mean, they save right. people from dying no, all the right. time. Every week. <laughs> every week. And people, I mean, you don't really see them kill people, but uh, – uh, I assume people also die. Yeah, I mean they they change things. He can kill Ben and not have any. I mean, I'm waiting to see any consequence. This show, I mean, this show also is all about probability—the probability of saving someone, of not saving someone. And I, you know, I think the rules of the show are that, um, as we see in some time travel things, like these small, inconsequential changes in in the like 
it's not the butterfly effect. Like changes can be inconsequential and that you need like several major changes to really adjust the timeline. Like you don't save yeah, this girl from the psychiatric Addison and changing and if they do something different with her father that it wouldn't make her completely different or whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't make her not be born. Right. Right. It wouldn't make Addison not be born or or you wouldn't like Well, she was already like, born. You know. But Come on, it, it, they they shut up. Stop trying to confuse that us. That wouldn't ruin her life or something. Like, <laughs> that he couldn't make such a big change. No, yeah. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with, with what us. you're saying. AJ's screwing with us because we just said it's not what happened happened. Just because she's already born doesn't mean they couldn't undo it and make her not be born. Oh, oh no, no, I what you mean because she was already born at the time of the leap. She was already three years old at the time that then is the yes. dad and the father. Is already yeah. born. But, but I agree with you. Yeah. We are a... saying that things can be changed, but yet at the same time, they were saying that they couldn't screw up Addison as a person by changing things. That it would have to be some major, yeah, right. major change. Even if, even if her but father went home and was a more loving father, change, so. she'd still be the person she is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, 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 I agree with that aspect. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. So so yes, Martinez can kill Ben, um, and with and not have anything happen. Maybe. So I don't think that he was just trying to. I think he was trying to kill Ben, or I think he didn't care if he. Oh, absolutely. Ben. He wasn't like right. he wasn't being he was there absolutely. Right or I just wondered if it was possible that like he figured he was just slowing him down. But he stabbed him in the neck. I know. I said I agree with you. I just said I was wondering <laughs> at that moment. I was just thinking, was there a way that he could have known the outcome of it? But yeah, I think I'm trying to put yeah. more into it than they have. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're uh, like, yeah. Um. So, I guess that's is that it. We, have we covered so yeah, moving on. Two episodes left, right? Only two. Yeah, two more. Uh, I know two more, and it seems like not enough, but it's nine more than we thought we were getting when the premiere happened. Right? Yeah. They only had nine, and they got a back nine. So, well, it's already been renewed, uh, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been renewed. So we'll get. Yeah, it's been renewed. Yeah, I mean, I we'll think like, oh, right. I like. So I think it's pretty good, and I think it's gotten better as the season's gone on. Um, I definitely think it's gotten better. I, I do think that there's certain things we've talked about each week that maybe could be approved upon, but it's still a good show. It's, yeah, it's pretty good, and it has gotten better. I agree. I agree totally. I do too. Right. Yep. All right. So, so right. Shadow and Bone. Uh, sure. Sure. Now, let me ask, did you guys watch it all? I know you said you want to do two episodes. No, two episodes. No. no. But did you There's watch no way I can watch it all. Huh? No, I watched two episodes. It just okay. came out like two days ago. There's no way I could watch the whole thing even if oh, I wanted oh, to, but okay, I didn't want to. Sorry. I forgot that you guys did I, bleh, I can't talk. I forgot that it, it yeah. came out so soon because I've seen it a little bit ago. Yeah, um, it just came out. Okay, I just because I'm gonna you're gonna have to, as usual, remind me what's what episode because I've seen them all. And I I watched it all in like two two shots, so 
and didn't remember what is good. All right. Well, basically, these first two episodes are just about what happens with everyone after they split up. Um, so I, I did watch the season last season finale over again right before I watched these um, so that I could um, get my brain in the right place. Uh, basically, these two episodes that we watched are about um, the gang, you know, the five, so the three crows and um, Mal and um, Amina, Alina, Mal and Alina and the three crows and Zoya have survived, right? Six people have survived when they came out of the fold. And so it's about, like, where they all go and also where uh, Count, what's his name, the bad guy. What's his name? Kieran. Kieran. I don't even know his name. Kieran. Oh, shoot. I just keep referring to him as Ben Barnes. Yeah, I know. That's what I think, too. That's easy as Kerrigan, Kerrigan, is that how you pronounce it? Kerrigan. Yeah, that might be right. Kerrigan. Um, and, and what happens with him when he comes out of the fold also. Um, and so a big part of it, um, AJ, uh, AJ, Jamie, that's like I forgot Jamie's name for a second there. We see the crows go back to um, Keller, Keller Town, the town that they're from. Um, I forget the name of it. God, I can't remember anything. I just watched it yesterday. I know. I can't um, remember any of the names. I'm like, the crows. That's good enough. <laughs> um, they find out that they're, like, being accused of murder, and their club's been taken over, and their life's been taken over by Pekka. Uh, and they have yeah. to, they have to try to fight back. Um, and his name is Pekka, that guy, that bad gangster guy. Um, and he's out to um, really uh, – he really wants to um, uh, capture the wraith and put her back in the menagerie is one of his main things that he wants to do. Um, and so they fight back with some very cool explosions and other kinds of stuff. And the heart render hooks up with them also um, because her boyfriend has been taken away to prison, right? So that all happens. Yeah. And then also Mal and Alina – go to, like, this other town all the way across the sea to learn about the sea whip, and they get the sea whip and kill them, and they get the scales. Um, and all, right, so all that happens. So that's what this was about, these two episodes. That's pretty much it, AJ, right? That's it in a nutshell? Yeah, it's those two episodes. So that's where we are, Jamie. Okay. Um, I was trying to – they I was going to say, they also call, I'm looking at this, they also call him the Darkling. That's the easy way we can remember what to the call him. Yeah, the Darkling. Yeah. Yeah. That's easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what's actually yeah. funny? I forgot he even actually had a name because everybody just keeps calling him the Darkling. Yeah. He's just the Darkling, yeah. Um, that is a good but, name for him. Um, but we got a new, he, I think the other the other thing I wanted to mention, and I was trying to find their name. Korean. Thurmond, or I can't, is that, I don't remember if that's his original fake name or his real name. I don't remember. Who? Who? Um, the the captain um, of the ship that helps them. The oh, the pirate the ship that they, that know, they hook up with. I don't even know what, I don't even know what his name is. I like him, though. I forget his name. Um, and he's yeah. not a pirate, he's a privateer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, he's, not a pri- he's a privateer. Yeah, 
But basically, um, he had, was um, trying to get, was originally trying to get the crows to give her, to give them up. But then you find out that he's actually good and not. So they, if they had just told him, there would have been a lot uh, less problems in the first place, and they would have all met up a lot quicker, which I think is funny because that whole thing could have been avoided if they just knew who he was. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. Alina and, and Mal, they are awful at staying off the radar. Like, they just go walking down the street like nobody's going to recognize her. There's posters of her, of her everywhere, you know. It's just, well, to be like, fair, they're not photographs. Like they, they're drawings, but still. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But they, they're just so nonchalant about everything. It's just like you're being hunted. <laughs> it's like, like they, you know, try and be a little more inconspicuous. Um, yeah. And I got to say, though, once again, like especially the first, I mean, I, I like both episodes. I, I, I already feel like it's stronger than the first season. Um, but I got to say, you know, like my favorite last season was the Crows. And I, and I was so excited. Like, you know, they started with Alina and everything. I was like, ah. And then they got the Crows on the screen. I'm like, oh, good. You know? There's so now that <laughs> Now that Alina and Mal have joined forces with – with uh, the privateer there and his crew, I like I I enjoy the two of them a lot more now that they're part of that ensemble crew. Yeah, because I I, I don't know I just I feel like I feel like alone they're kind of boring. Here's my other question uh, too. I wanted to ask you guys, and I know they you are kind of boring. Far, but do you? I do not see tons of chemistry between the two of them. I know they're supposed to be like the two that you're supposed to root for, but. I, I don't really see it between the two of them. I don't see it either. I see a lot I, more I, I see, the edge than I do between them. Yeah. I, I see, I, you know, I mean, I, you know, even as best friends, I don't see it. Like, just that friendship chemistry. You know what I mean? I saw, if I rem- remember rightly, you know, granted, I don't remember. The first season seems like it was 10 years ago. But um, I felt like a lot of times I saw more even between her and the Darkling with some of what they had last season than I really do between her and Mal for a lot of it. I see some of it later as the season goes on, but I, I don't know. I just don't see a whole lot of it, it's not as much as I should anyway. Well, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I agree with you, and – I'm not sure it could be that they're just boring, but it could be that really, I mean, they, they both and particularly Mal have been trying to restrain those feelings for like years. Right. Like he's been like, he's been in love with his best friend for so long and trying to not act on it and hold on it, hold it in. Right. And I guess she also has been trying to hold it in. And then she got mad at him last year because like she thought he wasn't answering her letters Right. And and so there's all that between them. So maybe now that the whole like there was not a very long period of will they or won't they. Right. It was like this unrequited, like love at a distance. And now they're kissing all the time and like trying to find a way to make it yeah. like like getting interrupted when they're going to have sex for the first time. Um, and there was a very short like period in between there. So, um, you know, maybe they'll be a little more interesting um, and have a little more spark as the characters are able to yeah, like really good point. 
express and not hide how they feel for each other. Yeah, they, they do more as the season goes on. I'm just saying overall, even having seen the whole season, I still don't, like, totally see the chemistry as much as I feel like I should. Even after having seen it, I feel like that. So yeah, I don't. And I, but and yeah. I think like the chemistry with the darklings. The, <laughs> the chemistry with the darkling is a. The chemistry with the darkling is of course going to be different because while it seemed last year that he liked her and that it was romantic and a sexual attraction, yeah, now it's really more. It's yeah. it's really more on a magical mystical level. Um, that they're connected, and also he was trying to seduce her because he's evil. He was trying to seduce her to get her power, like, I, it, right? You know what's funny? Yeah. I thought I thought for sure what you were just going to say was, I thought you were going to say that, you know, it's different with the Darkling because it's Ben Barnes. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That. Well, that it, he was played by Ben Barnes. That makes a difference. No, but I just mean, like, I you definitely, I feel like last season could see why she was attracted to him. Where yeah. yeah, last season we really weren't didn't necessarily see that with Mal, but even so, this season, like I don't know, I just don't totally see it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we also, get, we so, also have Wyland now this season too, which is the other new character. And who? Who? Wyland. Uh, Wyland. Maybe he isn't in quite as much yet. He's in it because I can see it in the recap. I got the recap in front of me, but maybe he hasn't been in that much yet. Um, the one he makes the bomb. Oh, stuff. the new, the new oh, guy oh, oh, in the crows. Oh. The new, the new. I forgot what his name was. Well, yeah. I think he's older let's, than he looks finish... <laughs> because he looks so let's, young. Let's, let's, let's finish with Alina and Mal first, and we'll move on to crows. Um, so funny story. When they're sailing to the island, and you know they don't know what the creature is. Um, but it's got something to do with water. And I was like, and Artie says, it's going to be a dragon. And I said, it's not going to be a dragon. Like, that's not, I was like, I think there's nothing telling us there's dragons in this show. And then we see the damn thing and he, and we, and we're like, what is that? And Artie goes, it's a dragon. I was like, no, but no, no, I've decided if if it's anything, it's a a Leviathan. It's not a dragon. It's a sea monster. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like a, a eel. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy it's, eel. It's, it's, like, it's, like an, it's like more like a, a Leviathan. Yeah. But the funny thing was, you know, I, she's like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're not, we're not going to kill it. We're just going to, and then it's attacking everybody, killing everybody. And she's like, all right, screw it. I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah. I but think I she felt bad about that. And, yeah. Well, yeah. And that, I think. I don't want to get too much what, into this what, yet because you guys have seen the whole thing, but. It, it, the the thing with the stag, I was under the impression from what I'm remembering that it, she thought that it was going to give her the power even if they hadn't killed it. Like it was in the process of, of well, because it to her, right? or at least yes. that's what she thinks. And then, well, that's and what then she, yeah, it. and then but she'll yeah, and then he killed it, so you'll never know actually. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see if you know you know depending on what the next creature is she goes after which. Which already goes, all right, the next one's got to be a dragon because I have a theory. So I'm thinking land, sea, and air. So I'm thinking the next creature is going to be some kind of bird. Jamie obviously knows already, or maybe they haven't even gotten that far in the season to where mm-hmm. she got power from another creature. But I thought I was just thinking because, you know, we have the stag huh. on the land, then we had the leviathan in the water. So I'm thinking, like, you know, some kind of. I hadn't even thought about that. And, 
And then Artie goes, but then Artie goes, there has to be a dragon this time because dragons fly. I was like, you you fucking dragon. <laughs> he missed, he's he's a dragon. A dragon. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a sea monster. It's kind of like an eel. I thought it was surprisingly easy to capture. Like, the, the, the stag was elusive for, like, an entire season, and apparently the Darkling had been looking for the stag for, like, a long time, right? And then, like, they find the yeah. sea whip in the first place that they look. Um, yeah. it, they almost capture it and then kill it in, like, two minutes. I was surprised. that yeah, Mal's a really good tracker. I mean, but it was not a very um, elusive end. It wasn't very uh, no. scary. It was not. It was very he was, that the Darkling didn't have Mal the first time when he was looking for no, the No, no. I, I mean, that's <laughs> not. No. It has nothing to do with Mal. It was just not a, a very impressive, like, creature they were going against, I thought. I mean, Mal didn't track it. Mal guessed where they might find it in the ocean, right? Because some sailors told him no other animals swim around there. And then also, like, Alina found the map with the holes in it that kind of showed where – I mean, Alina found better information, I think, than, than Mal did, right? Um, but I just thought the Sea Whip was not – it was a pretty e- – it was easily subdued. Whether or not you can track it, it was easily subdued, which kind of surprised me. And then I thought, well, I mean, it's already episode two, and there's only, like, eight episodes. So I guess we can't be, like, screwing around with the Sea Whip all season, right? We gotta like yeah. move on. I, I I did think it was cool how they like put the put the scales on Alina's arm and they attach themselves to her, right? Uh, yeah. But then of course they also the power like she's still connected to the Darkling and he got the power also. It looks like, right? I mean, he was like he's aware, but I don't think he got the power. But he was aware that she got the power. Like he had a he right. had an experience while she had her experience of some type. Yeah, right? they're connected. Yeah, but it wasn't quite the same. You know, well, yeah, they're still connected. They're and connected. we know that clearly from her dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I, I. So I love how the crows. Um, Cass goes from giving the information. Uh, because he's like, it's okay because we're going to get, you know, everybody and we're going to go, we're going to get there first and we're going to protect her. And they get completely sidetracked <laughs> because things have kind of gone sideways for them. And I read something uh, very exciting today because I don't know if you guys love the cruise as much as I do, but um, there is a spinoff book from Shadow and Bone yeah. called The Six of Crows. And apparently, they have already written a script for the first season. They just needed to get approved. So there's a good chance that we're going to be getting a spinoff of The Crows. That would be cool. Based on on their novel. I feel like somebody told me this before, and I don't know for sure, but I think some of what they've put about The Crows in the series, though, is from – like the crow book that's not all from Shadow and Bone. They like combine them or something. That doesn't mean there can't be a spinoff. I'm just saying I do think some of it is supposed to be from the book. I don't know where I heard that though, so don't quote me on that. But I feel like somebody said that at the, in the oh, first well, season. I'm, I know a little bit about it because my 15 my year old niece has read Six of Crows 
and is a big fan, but and is holding off on watching Shadow and Bone until she reads the Shadow and Bone um, books. Um, so, uh, yes, it's about the character, the crows, and um, I don't know what it's totally about, but um, I think some of like them meeting and getting together in this show might be from Six of Crows. It's actually two novels, AJ. It's not just one book. The Crows are two books. Oh, is it just is it two? Um, they have two books, and then Nina, the heart render, has another two books of her own that spun off. Um, because she, like she's Nina. like part – you know how she <laughs> became like part of the Crows now? She's in Six of Crows in the two Six of Crows books, and then she's like spun off into um, her own two books. Um, uh, although the show I think is, yeah, the show I think is not, um, uh, following the Shadow and Bone trilogy as that closely, I think. I don't know because I haven't read it, but I think there's some parts of Shadow and Bone that, that are not as, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, but I, I think it's gone beyond, like, I think season one was the book, Shadow and Bone, right? And I think season two maybe is, um, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I haven't read it. So well, it's me. still, I know that the story in Shadow and Bone is still part of the book, the story that's in this season. Um, I, I don't know how many books there are. I'm not sure, but, um, there's three. What, Shadow and Bone is three books. The story is definitely still from the books. They haven't, like, spun off into their own story or anything for the series. Shadow and Bone is three books, and I don't know, but I think I would guess that maybe the three books are the three artifacts she's getting. Oh. The stag, stag, I know the stag was the first book, and then there's the sea whip and whatever the third one is, right? I don't really know. Anyway, um, we're getting a little bit off track. Uh because we and we were starting to talk about, I guess, the whole um, side story of the crows. Yeah. Um, it's a little. It's interesting that they sent them like totally off in the opposite direction to have their own story on the side that's like seems to be unrelated to Alina at this point right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think here's the thing I was going to say. I think the fact though that the crows that are like supporting characters are their storyline is a lot of times more interesting and better than the main story that we said last season was kind of a problem because you shouldn't like the other characters more. But that being said, I think season two is a lot better. Like I still like the crows the most, but like last season, I remember some of it getting a little bored with it. It was like a little slow last year, at least to me. I remember vaguely remember feeling that way. And I feel like it moved a lot better um, this season. Like, the very beginning hmm. maybe it took a little bit to get into it, but, like, by the second episode this season, I really liked it because I watched it really quick. I overall have a good memory of season one. It's possible that, that there are slow parts of it. I don't really um, call that, but I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't remember it. It was like two years ago, 2020, right? last season. I remember thinking oh. I was kind of, at least from what I remember remembering anyway. <laughs> oh. I remember liking the crows a lot more than I did the rest of the characters 
and I remember thinking that like some of it was slow, but um, yeah. I mean, I it like makes the- sense to me. It makes sense to me that they're giving them so much attention if if the intention is to give them a spinoff. Like, like is this storyline really like about Shadow and Bone, or is it about watching a new show? It's about watching a new show, probably, right? So well, that makes sense to me why there's so much attention being paid to them, maybe, um, yeah, but to an unrelated story. Yeah, but that's necessarily the intention from the beginning. I think that just everybody really liked them. Oh, no. I mean, the, the book was already written. The, the, it's not, the book was already written, right? Well, so that's true. I guess that could have been the, the intention of the book, too, not just the series. I mean, it could have been when they wrote it, whoever wrote it could have written it as, like, Always planning to do a side, you know what I mean, like a side story. Yeah. Answer. No, I don't we think don't... I don't think Netflix buys a like a big piece of intellectual property with multiple characters and storylines and opportunities without intending to spin it off, right? You don't buy that and intend to only not intend to monetize Maybe. all of it. To be fair, though, Netflix doesn't give the shows very long, so that's part yeah, of but the, No, but each, each of them is only two books. Each show. It's two seasons. Could be three seasons. It's only two books. It's only three books. It's not Harry Potter, right? Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not The Expanse with twenty books. No, I know, but I'm just, just saying two when books. Netflix bought Shadow and Bone, I don't know if they intended to do The Crows or not. I mean, Netflix doesn't oh, keep stuff course. long enough to know. Is what of I'm course saying. They did. Maybe. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm I'm saying I don't believe that you buy all that IP without intending it. Why would they buy all the IP and not intend to monetize it? Anyway, anyway, we're getting well, off the track here. We're getting, we're, we're not talking, we're, this is why our show goes on too long all the time. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, at any rate, we, we learned a whole bunch, we, we, they're developing this mystery of like why Kaz hates Pekka so much. And we don't know yet. Uh, we will find out before the end of the season, I'm sure, right? But that's mm-hmm. where all this story in Ketternam is going. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't love Kaz, actually. You guys love the crows more than the rest of the, sh- the whole rest of the show. I like the crows well enough, but I think Kaz is the least interesting of the three, the four of them now. Um, really? And he's, I think he's sullen and kind of a jerk and doesn't treat his friends very well and, like, withholds important information from them and, like, lords it over. Yeah, I don't really find him to be a likable person. He's my least favorite. I mean, I like like Inez and Jesper much more than I like Cass. And, like, sometimes I feel like, why are you friends with him? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, actually. I haven't really thought about the fact that I, I don't dislike Kaz, but Inez and Je- I love Inez and Jesper. Um, I just like the crows in general. They're just fun. Yeah. And Nina's fun, too. I like, I like Nina. Or, I mean, like, like, I know we saw a little bit of Nina last season, but these first two episodes, she's been, she's been just been very fun. <laughs> I, like, I, like the, I like the diner scene when uh, she comes back and he's like, they're like she's like, Second floor, uh, last door on the left, on the uh, at the end of the hall over there. And they're like, "How did you find that out?" Like, oh, I asked the waitress. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, she's, a, waitress, she's yeah. so much fun. Yeah, I can't wait to see how um, they get. Matthi- I can't wait to see how they figure out how to get Matthias out of prison, though. That should be fun. Oh yeah, 
And it's much, he seems to maybe be coming around a little bit already. He was so mad at Nina for, like, turning him in as a slaver, yeah. which she did to save his life, and he was not having it. And now that he's facing the reality of his life, I think he's starting to, like, not be as angry at her and, like, maybe understand um, a little bit. She couldn't have known that he'd end up in, like, the worst possible jail or didn't know how bad it was. I don't know. That is going to be a nice caper to watch them, like, get in there and get him out, right? Um, I also like seeing, like, Nina operating in this, you know, seeing her in Ketterdam and seeing Alina in um, uh, that that land that they were in in this episode. Um, uh, they're from the same land that Jesper is from, which I, what's it, it's called Zemede, starts with a Z, the land they were in. Um, uh, I can't, uh, you know what I mean, right? Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, these are both environments where, like, the Grisha are not persecuted and don't have to um, hide their hide their abilities, abilities and right and be and be so um uh persecuted and running all the time, right? Like like in um Zemeni. when they were in Zemeni, there are multiple like Grisha there, like the lady who um the Duras, the lady who's the Duras, and it's Jesper who opened the lock and let them through. Like those people just like use their abilities in life, and it's just a part of life, and nobody says anything. And in Ketterdam, they're like, "Oh, there's a heart render," and like you want to shoot the heart render so she won't kill you, but there wasn't that element of like, um, uh, I don't know, uh, prejudice yeah. against the Grisha, like there is in um in uh, the land, the country that Alina is from starts with a K. Um, and I can't remember the name of their country, but it's, it's with a K. You're doing better than I am with the name Ravka, of everything. Ravka. It's with an R. They're from Ravka. They're from Ravka. <laughs> from Ravka. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, so I, like, I kind of, in, like, I sort of enjoyed seeing them operating in a universe where they can just use their powers and it's not like a thing, right? It's not like human versus right. Grisha. Right. Which, honestly, if people, like, I'm kind of starting to see why the Robkins are against the Grisha because the Darkling is, like, the worst. And, the, like, like, yeah, they're scared. I can see why they're scared of Grisha, right? Wouldn't you be if yeah. you lived there? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Though. Yeah. If I lived there, maybe I would be a Grisha. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can all hope, right? So we can all <laughs> That's hope. what we all hope for. Um, yeah. I, I was going to say, there are a couple things we didn't mention. Is um, uh-huh. it, We didn't mention uh, his mother, that we see her. Oh, that was and also oh, that, yeah. um, oh, what's her name? That, oh, Jenya. I don't know. That Jenya's back, too, is the other yeah. Character that we did. Oh, the healer, the healer girl. Yeah. Yeah. That poor girl. She is terrified. <laughs> she is terrified. Yeah, she should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not only is he just terrifying, but like when she tried to heal him, I felt like she got some terrifying vibes off of him, right? Like I feel well, like. Well, not only that, the shadow monster got like in her face. <laughs> oh yeah, the shadow monsters are not like it's like having two mean dogs that won't. 
or even not even a mean dog. Like I went to this party last weekend and the people have this little dog who's cute, but he hates hugging. And if you hug someone, not even like as a master, just two people hug at the party, uh, the dog like goes crazy and starts, he gets, he gets mad and he, he like jumps on you and he barks a lot. He doesn't like hugging. Right. And I like I, the shadow monsters are kind of like that. Like they, like you get close. They think to, you're threatening him. Yeah. 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 And they, right. Even though she's trying to save him, they like almost kill her because they think he's, it, she's a threat. Yeah. And now she can't leave basically. Like, like, uh, Bet Darkling, Kerrigan, the Darkling is like, oh, come stay in this great house with me, all you Grisha, and you can, like, hang around and it'll be great. And, like, then he's like, oh, I want your room to be close to mine. I need you near me. But it's not nice. Like, like you can't – it doesn't feel yeah. like you can say no. It feels like he's got them all hostage there, and they're afraid of him. Well, absolutely. Yeah, that's fair. All right. You can all see him for what he is, yeah. So, if nothing else, so we should we'll, probably move right. on. Next week, we'll tackle two more. Yeah. Okay. So, Jamie, Great. have you seen The Mandalorian yet? No. No, but Picard. Are you, I was going to say, are you still watching Picard? <laughs> yeah, where you guys are, because I had seen the, okay. the episode early. So. All right, so Picard. Let's talk about Picard. Um, in oh, this episode, yeah, I was one ahead of you, right? So I should be in the same yeah. spot now, right? Yeah, you should be in the same spot. Uh, so, Kirk Acevedo! Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm where you are then. Yeah. Yes, everyone we love is showing up on TV. Yeah, so, like, so of, I, I'm just curious. I said that, though. Lance Ruddick. That really sucks. Is, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that because you said now, about Kirk. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Now, is somebody um, that was involved in 12 Monkeys also doing Picard this season? <laughs> yeah, that was what I I thought I had said this to you guys last week. Maybe I'm just thinking about the interview. Yes, Terry Metalis, Um I thought we had talked about this, but he's one yeah. of the writers in that, so yeah. There's he was a writer of 12 Monkeys, and he's a writer. Yeah, it, it's actually, I don't know if we talked about it, Jamie, but um, uh, your recent interview with, um, with, with Todd, Stashwood. Todd, Todd Stashwood, he mentioned in his interview that, that Terry Metalis is a writer and um, uh, how much he enjoyed working with him again on the show. So yeah. that might be but what yeah, we talked about the last week a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, about some of the old monkey stuff. But yes, Kirk is um, is in this one. He's almost. He's kind of. I don't want to say he's unrecognizable, but he's not easily recognizable at first. Like, like I think his voice is more really? recognizable than him. Like, I recognize him right away, but I think part of it's his voice. Like, as soon as the I heard voice, him talk, yes. I was like, oh yeah. Like I know. No, I recognize him. Like, two seconds on screen, I saw. I knew who it was. It's the voice. If you look at a picture of him, okay, first of all, those Vulcan eyebrows make it hard to recognize anybody because they, like, basically, like, <laughs> shave off your eyebrows and put on these crazy Vulcan eyebrows, right? And then mm-hmm. he um, had, like, his head almost shaved on the side with that really, like, tight fade on the side there, right? Which he does have an arrow. Um, uh, 
but I could just the eyebrows, the tattoo on the face, and they and you know, to me maybe looks like a little heavy makeup. So anyway, yeah, he looked to me he looked a little bit different. And I swear to God, you guys, sometimes I look at Kirk and I think he's like not aging. Uh, in some cases, it looks like he's aging at a normal rate like the rest of us, but sometimes I look at him and I'm like, oh, my God, Kirk Nassavito isn't me. He's like that one. Uh, I think, I, I, honestly, I think he looks the same as he did when he was on Oz. And yeah, was, I think, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Over 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. He really, whatever he's drinking or injecting, uh, like, I want some of that. He looks great. Um, but, yeah, it was great to see him as Kryn. Uh, Kryn was a jerk. Um, I did really um, like the way that whole scene went down. Um, yeah, that was a fun scene with Worf. What, wait, what's it, I'm calling him the wrong name. What's his name? Worf. 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 Like a He's ship ties up to a wharf. I, I remember from the original, from the few that I've yep. seen. Um, I liked I like his scenes with that um, other girl, uh, and I mean you knew Raffy. that they weren't going to kill each other. I mean you totally knew it was a setup, no. but it was good. No, I mean, yeah, obviously. I knew, I knew, but I liked where it went anyway. Like it did feel even. I mean, as soon as Raffy goes, oh, the old fight to the death routine, you know, and she's like, not this again, and the audience <laughs> yeah. is like, not this again, and you know it's not going to happen, but it still was kind of right. like I liked the way they played it because she legit stabbed him, right? And you're yeah. like, oh, wait a minute, she really did stab him. Like, they're they're not just going to get out of this somehow. I mean, they are, but they're not going to, like, get out of it by their wits, which is kind of what you're expecting, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, I did like the way they 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 wrote it, the way it went down that he, you know, he did. Um, and, you know, I think they both improvise it, not the actors. The characters, like, obviously yeah. had to improvise a lot of that because you don't like no like for for two people who haven't known each other very long they did they were very in tune to the way they played that off with that guy they yeah, had to be really in tune with each other yeah i wanted to ask though is, is this kind of strange i mean i maybe i don't know enough about it but it seems strange to me that a vulcan is like mafia type um that they've like taken over the city is that like strange to you or is it just to me, because I don't know enough about it, I just didn't expect it to be like a a Vulcan that's like in with them. Because usually, don't they not like I don't know. It's rare. I don't know enough. About it's, it, it's, so. it is it is rare. <laughs> okay. When, you don't, when you don't we see, see Eli, like, like he's a Vulcan, then he's the one that's like taken over. Well, when we see evil Vulcans, yeah, they're not. They're kind of tend to be very sciency and like evil geniusy kind of, and not really like one of the mill gangsters. And also, right. you know, just he's not he's not really a good Vulcan because he, um, like I think he did some things that are illogical. Like I think it's illogical to ask two people to fight to the death uh, because you can't control the outcome, and why not just shoot them both, right? Or shoot one of them? Like that's not a logical way to proceed. Um, I thought. Um, and it and it betrayed maybe some emotion, like there was some emotion involved in why he would ask. He kind of enjoyed it, right? That's not a Vulcan yeah. way of doing things. So yeah, he's a little like not. And maybe not, that's what I feel like with the, with like a mobster too. Like why did he care? Like to take over this place? Like it doesn't seem like something they would do. I don't know. 
But anyway, yeah. getting off this. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> so the majority of this episode, though, is um, with but now that the character Michelle Forbes, she was in it before, right? Like that's not a new yeah, character. Yeah, well, well, Lauren. Okay. Yeah, yep. I guess that's what I thought, but I didn't see the original. Yeah. No. Yeah, but, she um, she was on the original show. She wasn't around very long, but she infiltrated uh, this group of ter- terrorists called the Maquis and then joined them. So that's why Picard was Yeah, um, That's I, the last time off, she was ever seen. Like, she's not been seen in yeah. like, right? That's the last time she was ever seen. Yeah, no, she hasn't been seen yeah. since. Yeah. Well, I it's like how nice. they um, how they had them, like, have to trust each other and, and know that, like, um, that the place has been infiltrated. I mean, there's not – they're kind of screwed at this point. But I like how they had the whole scene in the um, – on the whole the – hol- I guess it's the holodeck in, the, in their little yeah, bar thing. Yeah, the holodeck. Yeah. Like yeah, that. no, that was, that was great because, I mean, because of the changeling the whole episode, I did not trust that it was her at first. I'm like, there's no way the Federation let her back in. I was like, this is there's yep, just yep, no way. Yeah. And then he made the, and then, you know, uh, Picard, Picard makes the comment about her earring. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, something's, something's off here. And then they go on the holodeck and I was like, yep, I knew it. She's the bad guy. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. She thinks he's the bad guy. I'm like, I'm like, they totally both think the other one is the changeling. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right. It really is Ro. I was like, holy shit. I, you know, I was like, holy shit. That really is Ro. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I, um, I mean, that whole thing with her. So she hasn't been seen in 20 years uh, since she joined the Maquis. Now, the Maquis, are, that whole bit with the Maquis, that war is over, right? Um, yeah. And, and I get all that. But, yeah, the idea that she would be allowed back into Starfleet is crazy. I mean, she already had been court-martialed. When she got on the Enterprise in Next Generation, she already was on a second chance, right? Hadn't she already yeah. been, like, well, busted? Starfleet gets three chances, I guess. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like well, she, she already, I think, had been. She went through been, their repro- reprogramming programmer, I don't know, whatever she said she went through. <laughs> but she oh. already had been before. Like, when, when Ensign Rowe first joined... I think she already had been like, um, I don't know. She already was like in a in a. She already was on the ice. She wasn't just like some person straight out of the straight out of the academy. She already was like. um, Yeah, she she'd already been demoted because she had been lieutenant and then got demoted demoted down to ensign. She had a very bad reputation. Yeah. And now she's Um, a commander. And now she's a commander. And it's not just because of the shapeshifters. Like, maybe the shapeshifters promoted her to commander, but, like, there's a long way from Bajoran rebel to commander. Like, she obviously has been working away at the Starfleet for decades, right? Uh, Or a decade or whatever. Um, For her to show up like that. Um, Yep. I like that it's starting to tie together, though. The end of the episode, when when 
Picard and uh, uh, Riker figure out the thing with the earring that it's actually a memory chip. Um, yeah, that was cool. And they, you know, open up the files and Worf's on the other end of the video call. Oh, I like that they're yeah. finally going to start bringing it together. He's like, wait a minute. He's like, I love the Are look on Worf's hammer? face like, uh. <laughs> Worf's like, um, wait a minute. Where's Commander Rowe? My my only thing is that I wonder about this, and this is just kind of, I think, happens with with a storyline like this. It, it isn't, like, specific to Star Trek or anything, but, like, they, they're they worried about the changeling, right? And the one thing that, that I kind of question is, like, once they seem to be like, okay, you're not a changeling, they're sort of moving on. And I'm just questioning that any time in between, one of them could be taken over and they wouldn't know it, and it's like they already okayed them. Like, there's got to be coming up one of the main ones being copied, I would think. Don't you think? Like that there will be? And I don't it's know. Possible. I, just, I just have a feeling that. It's, it's highly, they just seem it's to be highly possible. Well, because it's just like they trust each other and they've been away from each other again. Like, I feel like every time they see each other, they should be like, okay, tell me about this story when this happened in our past so I know you're you. And they're like, well, you got to remember. Yeah. A, a, lot of, a lot of the people on the sh- like they have a skeleton crew on the Titan now. So m- most of the, pe- you know what I mean? Like, so they've already pretty much vetted everybody that's on the, well, that's in the crew right now. So that was yeah, a very, remember, um, they can only tell when they cut them open, whether they were really, cause like yeah, they make but, a point of that. that but that, that was a wasn't... good, that was a good plot device to have Ensign Rowe beam almost the entire crew off the ship. So, they don't have to go through that. There's like, there's basically nobody left who can be a. If you trust the five of you who are left, you don't have to worry about all these red shirts could actually be changed, right. right? Like it was a good storytelling move to just get rid of all these red shirts, just get rid of them, um, mm-hmm. and you have to worry about yeah. that. I mean, I guess, and in theory, if you knew the five of you were not changelings when you started, then you can't be. Well, of course, unless there's a change leaning the flower pot. We learned that they can just hang out in the flower pot in their liquid form until yeah. they're ready to, like, right, assume. And they Very don't true. have to kill you to assume you're – I'm not really sure what the rules on changelings are. Do they have to trust, touch you to take your form, or do they just look at you and take your form? They just look at you from what I've seen so far. Because it's not like on um, – what was I just watching the other day where – Oh, I was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And you know how mm-hmm. you guys watched Buffy back in the day? Um, yep. You know how the first can take the form of any person who is dead? So they yeah. can't be a live person, but they can be a dead person. So that's how Buffy could talk to Buffy. But yeah. it, they're not, the changelings, are not, I don't know what the rules are, how a changeling can look like you. I don't know if it's to touch you or they can just look at you. They, like, so far on the show, they've always killed the person. But that's because they need the person to not be like, hey, you look like me. You're a yeah, but then that changed right? with right. Um, the pilot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so ch- oh, yeah, they did not kill Jordy's daughter. Um, right. And that kind of is what blew it all wide open. Yeah. Um, I'd like to learn a little more about why the Chamberlains are so angry. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, this sure obviously is going – it's obviously going they back have to the no Dominion War, shape. right? I mean, the Dominion War has been 
like was a deep space nine thing like this is kind of a deep cut the dominion war not a deep cut but if you only watched um if you're only a picard person and you only watch the next generation you might not know about about it and to be to be be honest like it was so long ago like do i remember all the details of the dominion war no but the dominion war is a um uh it was a um was like there, so the Dominion War. There were these people that were like the Dominion, <clears throat> right? Um, but it's a Deep Space Nine thing, the Dominion War, um, and it involves shapeshifters. Like there was the Changelings were the bosses of the Dominion, right? The Dominion was the Changelings Empire, yeah. and and when the Cardassians tried to like eliminate the Changelings, I think, and I forget how the whole, like, Alpha Quadrant gets sucked into it somehow, right? Um, and then everybody gets in it. I forget. Anyway, it's a whole thing, and and the change, I guess they could still be mad. Like, the changelings lost, and they were subdued, right? So are they just like, we're still mad about the last war? Um, I don't know. Um, could be. Yeah. So I have a question, and, I, and neither yeah. of you are going to know the answer. But what the fuck is up with Jack, man? Like, I, I, there's still a part of me wondering, is he actually Picard's son? Or was he, like, captured by them and there was, they, were experiment, they were experimenting on him? Like, what is his deal? I don't know, but his visions, like, always remind me of 12 Monkeys now. Like, when, like, the red leaves. <laughs> like, I was thinking of the yeah. red. There's a red forest. There is a red forest. Um, he's got all that red behind him. I mean, he's... Um, I mean, I when I text you guys, I use the word possessed. Obviously, he's not possessed, but he kind of does have some sort of thing inside him. Like, is there another alien inside him? Is he, like, maybe, like, is he some kind of changeling that was brainwashed to believe he actually is Jack Crusher and his and it's breaking through, right? Like, changelings go around pretending they're someone. Could he have been brainwashed to think he's actually Jack Crusher to make him the perfect, like, sleeper agent? Mm, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, he's the only person, right? Like, like, like Jack, sorry, sorry, Beverly. And, and, and it would be kind of, like, fitting that, you know, in if Picard, these whole three seasons have been about Picard's legacy, and we finally are seeing him, like, his legacy would be his son, and then, like, it would be kind of heartbreaking to find out that it's not his son, that the changeling, it's a changeling. But Jack could actually be in a changeling jail somewhere, right? Like, maybe Jack's in a changeling jail, and a changeling took his form, but they brainwashed the changeling so he'd be the perfect sleeper, and now, like, his real conscience is starting to break through. But the only, the, my only question with that is that I would assume when he kind of like blacked out that that was like his real consciousness or whatever. But he, when that happened, he killed those other changelings, like without thought. So right. if he was a changeling, that in that sense, that's a yeah. But, uh, there's the whole thing with him is weird, and know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. There's lots of undercover agents who are forced to kill like yeah. people to prove right. Like, right, like, right. Killing, I mean, I like that was himself. That wouldn't make sense if that was. Yeah. Two things are. I have two problems with my own theory. Go ahead, AJ. Tell me no, I was just gonna problems, say. I like. I, I, no, I just. I, 
I enjoy everything else about the show, but the Jack stuff is just like I is the one thing I'm just like just just give me the answers because it, it the Jack part actually feels out of place with everything else that's going on. It's like why do the changes yeah. want him so? But yeah, yeah. It's a it's a little shoehorned in to the story. Um, some problems with my own theory are that we saw the memory of Jack being in the pub where his father was talking to students. Yeah, so but who knows how kid, long? Who knows how long? He, I mean, your theory, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say, how can you remember that? How long has the changeling been in this role? Um, but my Okay, so the second thing is the red eyes. Like, we've not seen red glowing eyes on oh, any yeah. other character except Jack. And the third part is sure. where he appeared to see the future. Like, he had a vision of himself in a Starfleet uniform killing Starfleet officers, and then yeah. we see it play out that Seven's like, put on the Starfleet uniform, and then the Starfleet officer he kills are actually changelings, right? But it, yeah. it, like, did he see the future, you guys? Like, I was like, what the hell? He can see the future? Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Not yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm show. saying. The whole thing with Jack is, the whole thing with Jack is just weird. Yeah, let me ask you a question. So. What, what day is this on? Is, is it on Wednesday? I can't remember because I think it's Thursday. on Thursday. Thursday. Okay, Thursday. I'm going to see the next one. Oh, I didn't. They were supposed to send me the six, and they didn't. And I want to see it. Yeah, I think it's on Thursdays. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's on Thursdays. So. Yeah. So. One more thing I have to say, like, as Shaw, so Shaw is the worst, and he's a total jerk. And, like, we saw a little bit of why he, like, he hits the board or whatever, right? But he still is a total jerk. And I love when they were going, I think they were in the turbo lift. And, and, and Picard's like, well, I'm an admiral, and we did save the world several times. So maybe they'll listen to me. And then Shaw just rattles off like a whole bunch of times that Picard almost destroyed. He goes, that time someone dropped yeah. us the saucer section of NFC on a planet. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. what he said. I like when he said, he goes, you know, now it starts to become uh, who's the chicken and what's the egg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, as much as I hate that guy, he's pretty much like, he's pretty entertaining. Oh, yeah. He's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, His characters are always assholes, but in a good way. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. Um, So now we're, this is episode five. We're halfway done. This is ten episodes. Yeah. We've only got five more, right? And then that's the end of it. That's the end of Picard. Um, And then we're going to wait for for the inferior show Discovery to come back. Um. Which I think this is going to be the I think last so, I season think, of Discovery. Yeah, yeah, I fun? heard that this is the last season of Discovery. Is Discovery back first, or is Strange New Worlds back first? I oh, can't I remember which Strange one. Strange New Worlds is a better show. Good um, thing is, I mean, I, I should start know. watching the other shows. I kind of watch you yeah. now, especially because I know that Jason was in the other one, but he's not in it now. Mm. Yeah, he was only well, in season I one. Think, <laughs> I think, Jamie, the, the most easy entry for you is Strange New Worlds, to watch the one season of Strange New Worlds. Um, I, I mean, Discovery... Yeah, it's like a preschool, isn't it, or something? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a prequel. Well, I, not really a prequel. It's more of an in the middle. Because it's, it's 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 like it's before Kirk, but it's after Archer. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's seen Archer. It's a prequel to to I mean to I've it comes Archer. even before it comes even before the classic original series. Yeah, yes, okay. it's like a prequel, like, but it's like good. Before. And Anson Mount is great in it. it it's a, it's funny. It's yeah. a prequel, but it comes kind of at like Discovery. Discovery is now in its fourth season, and you're gonna have to watch a lot. And it, it's a more complicated show, and it's good. But if you if you have limited yeah. time, I I say Strange New Worlds is the one that you should watch. Yeah, you and anyone out there. Um, uh, actually, actually, Discovery is is going into season five, not right. It's going to season five, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, five. Yeah. Um, it's the fifth and final season. So, do you want to watch four seasons to catch up, or do you just want to watch one season? So, watch Strange New Worlds. Yeah. This thinks I came in at the end of a card. I actually really like it, but yeah. Oh well, I can still watch the other seasons. I just probably won't go get back. Them yeah. 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 All, All right. right. This okay. brings us oh. to the Mandalorian. Yeah, I guess we're done. Moving I on to the Mandalorian and saying, saying goodnight to Jamie. Okay, good night, guys. Um, good night, I will... Jamie. Week. Have, Have a good, good week. week, yeah. yeah. Maybe right. I'll eventually see the Mandalorian. All right, I'm like do a, it. Do it. Catch up on that on the Star Wars stuff more so than Star Trek. It feels like. Oh my God! You right. love Baby Yoda so much. You have to watch it. He's not Baby Yoda. I know that much from watching. I watched an interview with um with what's his face, and he like embarrassed himself because he actually called it Baby Yoda. And he's like not allowed to do that. I guess. That was well, funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That was that was a great. All right. Have a good week. Okay. Yep. Have a good week, guys. Good night, Amy. All right. Good night. Bye. Okay. All right, the Mandalorian. Um, okay, let me ask you a question, and then I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Um, how did you feel about the episode? Well, I don't like the Mandalorian when the Mandalorian's not in it. Um, okay. And... Great. Okay. <laughs> now, with that being said, so Artie says to me. At the, after the episode's over, he says that the episode kind of reminded him of Andor. And I said, why? Because it was boring? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was kind of boring. Now, granted, yeah. I thought the best parts of Boba Fett were when Boba Fett was not in it, right? Like, Boba Fett, that series, the yeah, best the part of it was when yeah. the Mandalorian came into Mandalorian it. Was in it. Boba Fett, yeah. Boba Fett was boring. Andor, which, by the way, AJ, you and I are some of the few people who don't like it. It's really the critics love Andor. Um, we are two yeah, critics boy. who do not love Andor. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, the media generally loves it. This episode, so it's bookended with some little bit of of, of Mando, uh, of Din Djarin and Bo-Katan doing their thing. Um, and I thought the dogfight was really great in the beginning. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was a good, right? That was well filmed and, and pretty cool. I like that. But all this bit with Moff Gideon's doctor um, was 
very boring. I mean, I know he's important because he's the guy that that was like te- was trying to test on on Grogu, right? Like, yeah, he he was Moff Gideon's. Like Moff Gideon wants to basically clone Grogu, but but not really. Like 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 he wants to somehow. We don't really know what he wants, right? But it seems like well, he might yeah. like to get Grogu's power into a clone army or something like that, right? The, the general consensus is that with all this cloning stuff that's been going on the last few seasons on Mandalorian is it it's basically it's it's going to lead I I feel like in the end it's going to lead to uh, to Snoke from the the trilogy yeah. movies. It's it's all yeah. leading that way to to give us an answer to the whole Palpatine cloning thing. That, that, that's what this is. Yeah, that, that's what all this like is, how, is leading up to. The problem is, like you said, how Snoke came back. Yeah, the it, the problem is it, it it was not entertaining at all. Like it's actually funny. Somebody at work asked me today actually because he's like, "Have you watched Mandalorian?" Because I didn't watch it until I don't think I watched it until Friday, and I haven't seen this person mm-hmm. at work until today. And he's like. He goes, did you watch Mandalorian yet? And I stood there, and I'm like, I know I watched it, but I can't remember for the life of me what happened in the episode. And I'm sitting there, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. All of a sudden, I went, oh, because it was boring. That's why I don't remember watching it. Like, I, yeah. the only part of the episode I really liked was the dog fight, and I love the scene when they're talking to Mother, and she says to Bo-Katan, she's like, you bathe in the water also? And she's like, yeah. And she goes, and have you taken your helmet off since you did? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool in a way. Like, she's redeemed, you know, she's redeemed too. She's yeah. purified. I was like, yeah. that's kind I of interesting. Consider, considering yeah. she doesn't, you know, believe or follow in that aspect of the the religion. So I was like, that's yes. kind of cool. You know, I, I thought it was interesting. So the way this show is made they wear helmets all the time. You don't see any face. You don't they, like the actor doesn't like it's all voice work. Like I don't know who's inside those costumes. Right. I don't even think it's Pedro Pascal and Katie Sackhoff wearing the armor around, it, and they're like doing voice work is, in the studio, right? Um, it is and it isn't. There, there were times I know in season two, I think um, Pedro Pascal had something else going on. So there was actually a stunt man in the costume, but uh, when they're available, the they're in there. No, it was before that. It was something else. Um, but there oh, are the Wonder Woman movie. Maybe that was it. Um, so there are other stand-ins the most part, that wear the armor for them. Yeah, but but for the most part, um, they actually are the ones in the armor. All right. Well, I thought it like to me. Anyway. So so when when the armorer says to um she says to Bokan, she's like, Okay, well you are also redeemed and you know, you you're this is the way, you're a Mandalorian now. Or I mean she always considers herself Mandalorian, but she's like, You are one of us and you're welcome to stay here as long as you can you can leave any time, but until then you follow our rules, you're one of us. And so like she never speaks. Bo Katan doesn't speak but all the other Mandalorians are coming around. They're patting her and getting on the back, and they're, you know, they're not talking, but it's like they're welcoming. And and just her gestures and the music, like, made me feel like Bo-Katan is moved by this. She doesn't speak. 
see we don't see her face, yeah. right? But I, I felt like I felt like she her body was having a moment. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh absolutely. the way she tilts her head, the way she yeah. But Pam's like 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 maybe she'll I don't know. Like maybe she into <laughs> it. I don't know. But I thought that was really interesting that I that I'm I'm seeing that and I'm not seeing or hearing the actor. Right? Like yeah. It's music and it's just. No, I agree. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So as for the main part of the story with the doctor, I mean, first of all, it was so obvious that Kane was setting him up the whole time. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was. Poor dumb, poor dummy, poor dumb doctor. Yeah, I just, I honestly, I, I mean, they were, I, 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 bar- I honestly barely remember the episode because they, what they were, they're on a train or something, and then they went to a restricted area where they got the cloning thing, and then she betrayed him, and, and you she know, like she was, yeah, to do it in the first place. She convinced him that he should con- that he should continue his work for the good of the republic. I was going to say the federation for the good of the republic, um, and that, but that they were going to have to steal a mini lab from a from somewhere, and. Uh, but it would be fine. And then it turns out where she wants to steal it from is an Imperial. Like, like it, it, it was a total setup, obviously. And yeah. they're going to steal from an, inter- an Imperial vessel, and then all of a sudden, like, they're being caught and whatever. And then by the end of the episode, like, the Republic officials are thanking her and like, oh, you did this thing. <clears throat> um, yeah. And then, but she's not a true believer because by the end of it, she, okay, first of all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? Uh, who runs this? Show? What's the name of the guy that runs this? These Star Wars shows? Uh, not um. Uh, what's the guy's name? Who's in charge of it all? Filoni. Oh, Kevin Feige, but Filoni? that's not his name. Yeah. Dave, Fil- um, Dave Filoni or Dave Filoni? Uh, uh, John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. The two of them. Um, I'm sorry, but you can't call it a mind flayer. You just can't. I'm sorry. Like, why are they calling it a mind that flayer? That was funny. Right? It was funny, but, like, it, you can't call it a mind flayer. Um, that word has entered the popular <laughs> lexicon a little too much. Um, but she turns up the mind flayer. It's, and it's to fry, she wants to fry this guy's brain pretty hard, I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm not really sure what was going on there because on the one hand, like, I was like, oh, she's obviously still loyal to Moff Gideon, and she's doing whatever, but on the other oh, hand, like, why do they want to erase his memory? Like, do they want him never to tell what Moff Gideon's true secrets are? Is that why? It's not clear where Moff Gideon is right now. He also may have had his mind flayed, but probably not, because he's John Carlo Esposito, and he will be back, right? Um... But she, like, I'm not sure what she's up to, but it was kind of hard to care because <clears throat> this doctor, first of all, was a minor character from so, so long ago, like, from that brief period where, like, he was going to experiment on Grogu, right, which was so long ago, and he was a bad yeah. guy. So it's hard, it's hard to really, like, get behind him and he's much more evil so you know the weaselly bad guy on Andor who's like in love with the Imperial uh, boss you know he's always like stalking that Imperial woman who's like get away from yeah. me I forgot that guy's name because that show is boring guy is horrible 
But at least he's like a pathetic loser, and you can kind of feel a little sorry for him. And <laughs> he's not really he's not really that bad. He's just a bumbling loser. But like this doctor is kind of evil. Like he wants to experiment on baby. Like I'm sorry, you want to experiment on Baby Yoda? You're just you're irredeemable in my well, book. Well, and to, and he wants to, and cloning. To be fair, cloning is bad. He was forced. He was. Oh no, I agree. But I'm saying to be fair though, to be somewhat fair, he was forced by Gideon. Okay. All right. He, it, wasn't, yes. it wasn't like he, it wasn't like he was like, "Ooh, this looks like fun." It was like, "Hey, you're like an expert in this whole cloning thing. You're going to do this, or you're going to your family is going to be killed." Type of thing. Um, All but right. He's, but he's also All a scientist. Right. But he's also no. But but he's also, listen. I'm not disagreeing with you. I I felt no sympathy for him either because he's an idiot. Like I got you don't even know. Artie and I got into a huge conversation after the episode because. I was like, oh, well, and Artie, like, he, he took something that, I mean, maybe because I wasn't paying attention enough to the episode, uh, but he's like, he goes, you know, he felt like the episode kind of showed that, you know, the Empire might be gone, but the New Republic isn't much better. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, he's like, you know, he's like, look what they're doing. And I was like, but I was like, he's in a rehabilitation center. Well, the whole thing with the, the memory wiper thing, you know, the the, the yeah. mind flayer, <laughs> you well, know, well, and, and I was like, but he's he's in a rehabilitation center, you know, he's there because of the evil shit that he did, whether, you know, even though he did it against his own, you know, his will, he still did it. And he's now trying to continue doing it because he got manipulated. And I was like, and he's like, well, you know, she got, she manipulated him. I'm like, yeah, but she, he, it wasn't that hard to manipulate him because he really did want to do it. He'd already asked her permission and was told no, and then did it anyway. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, and it's, he, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had no sympathy I, for him. I'm not sure of this bit. Like, Mostly because I don't care. I can see what Artie's saying about, like, the New Republic is not much better, except it is much better so far. Yeah. And, like, okay, the Mind Flayer, whatever, but Mind, mind Flayer, like, that type of stuff is common in Star Like, like, like yeah. Darth Vader used a version of that on Princess Leia, like, a million years ago. Not a million years ago, but yeah. a, a long time ago in the storyline. It is a way they do things. It's not... I mean, I, I thought it was kind of harsh that when you go to the rehabilitation center, they call you by basically your prisoner number, right? Like, like they're yeah. like L58 and whatever. And I was like, ooh, that's very prison-y and dehumanizing and not really a way to reintegrate people into society. It didn't, you know what's like, funny? That Art, part of Art, it. Artie said that too, and, but I disagree. See, I think it makes perfect sense because you're all a bunch of evil rejects who need to be rehabilitated so if you go by numbers like say 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 his name is kind of known in circles because of gideon and everything right and they if they know yeah. his name others are going to be like oh that's the clone guy that's the, you know but with a number you don't nobody knows who anybody is you know somebody if so if somebody has a name for themselves but they're a number now then it's you're on kind of like a level playing field you know there's no bias I mean, you got a bunch so of criminals think, trying to rehab together. I think I don't have a problem with it because be for your own safety. It maybe not safety so much, but it kind of it, it levels the playing field. There's no, you know, you know, this is just L24. 
this isn't the clone guy. This isn't Dr. Cloner, you know? If they don't know he's Dr. Cloner, then they ha- there's no bias, is it, I guess what I'm trying to say. I guess if you're assuming that the regular that anybody knows like imperial public people's names, right? Like that imperial name, like they they all work for the empire, Dep- and I that's mean, why they're in there. Yeah, I mean it depends on how bad, mean, look, it depends on how bad you were. <laughs> yeah, and look, it's better than summary execution, which is another way you could deal with people yeah. from the from the better, from the empire if you wanted to. Um, yeah, you know what's funny. Artie was saying how he he liked it because he likes the inner workings of how things are, you know? And I was like, you know, it's ironic because while, you know, you say it reminded you Andor, which is like, you know, and I made the joke about why, because it was boring. My favorite part of Andor was the Office Imperial Edition. Mine too. Mine too. That, that was, was the, the best, best part of the show. I think you and I both loved like that exactly. so much more than yeah. like Cass Andor. That was done well. Escape from prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was done well. This episode of Mandalorian, this little snippet of this situation, and I'm hoping it was just kind of a, okay, here, this, and then they just kind of don't focus as much on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I actually just, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like, as Artie says, they're just as bad. I, I disagree with Artie, but that would be an interesting thing to see. Like, is the, is the New Republic just as bad? Um, that's not all I got from this episode. Um, it was a little boring. They, they could maybe have found a better way to bring us into that world. I'm not saying I know what it is. I'm not a person who makes TV for a living and I, it's easy to sit in my chair, right? And be like, they should have done this, but it was kind of boring. And, and it, it, it was so, It was so much of the episode, and yet by the end of it, that guy is, like, the, the cloning doctor is, I mean, he's alive at the end of the episode, so maybe we'll see him again. Um, yeah, drooling somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She really I mean, pranked that sucker. She did, right? Um, she, she, I guess, is the more important character here. She's, she's Moff Gideon's person. Um, yeah, she her existence makes a good argument uh, that the Federation needs to close down their rehab unit <laughs> and just uh, put everybody in a prison. Um, uh, I know that this does not take place in the same time frame that Andor takes place, right? This is long, long before Andor, right? No, Andor takes place. I'm not sure how they overlapped together, these two shows. Um, and, but it's interesting, like, Cass Andor gets put into a prison for basically loitering on the sidewalk. Remember when he gets picked up and he's like, no, I'm a tourist, no, I'm a tourist. Yeah. And he really wasn't doing anything. And he's put in this horrible prison. Meanwhile, all these terrible imperial right. people get put into like, a rehab program. Well, that's because Andor takes place uh, before A New Hope. This takes yeah. place after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I mean, Andor takes place during the rise of the Empire, and this takes place after the fall of the Empire. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're talking... Yeah. Ten, yeah, Andor takes place at least ten years before uh, this. Yeah. 
yeah. Uh, you're right. The timing is, I mean, a lot happens geopolitically or not geo, but in space politically. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that leaves us without a ton to talk about, about like our main characters and where the Mandalorian story is going. And I, like, I'm not sure I love if these shows are all coming together to tell a common story. I'm not sure that I love that. I get they exist in sort of a same timeline and universe. Like, I'm talking about Andor, The Mandalorian, Boba Fett. They all exist in sort of a, in a, in the Star Wars universe. But I, like, I don't know how what we saw this week fits in with, like, the Mandalorian and Grogu's storyline together, which is really what I'm, I'm trying to, what I'm, what I'm here for. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here to see, right? Right. I want to see him raise this child. Um, I did think he almost was going to speak. Did you see when they were in, like, Bo-Katan's ship and Grogu made some little noises and they both turned around and looked at him? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, is he trying to talk? He might talk. I don't want him to talk. I do. He's 50 years yeah. old. <laughs> Come on. He is, we established this last week. He's like a five-year-old. Five-year-old yeah, right he, now. Yeah, he's like a five-year-old who doesn't talk. We talked about this last week. He's like a five-year-old who doesn't speak. It's time for him to talk. But he's so cute not talking. Like, I just love his little expressions and his little noises. When he goes, oh, like mm. these little noises, right? Like, I don't, like, how could, how could his talking be any better? Than what he's <laughs> like when he, he talks. When he talks, it might ruin it. I don't know, um, but I thought it'd he be great. If he, I mean, it, it'd be great if he starts talking and he's like, "Yo, Din, where's my dinner?" <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what? Talking, he starts talking complete sentences and he's just a jerk. <laughs> well, no, like you know, in a deep voice and everything. <laughs> yeah. Because like you figure when you know you figure the first time the Grogu is going to talk, he's going to like, "Daddy, I can talk yeah. now." Type of, you know, and not, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mm. and is he going to? We talked about this last week. Is he going to talk like Yoda? Is he going to be like? Uh, well, no. I told you last you week that, that. Yeah, I told you last week that Yoda yeah. only does that pay homage to his master. Right. Right, and that's not gonna happen. Maybe he's gonna talk. Maybe he's gonna say shit like "This is the way," right? Because his daddy is like yeah, right. gonna be like "This is the way." Um, but yeah, I thought he was gonna speak. I thought when they both turned and looked at him, I was like, "Oh, here it comes. A word is gonna come out of his mouth." And then it didn't. Um, maybe it would have had we spent more than twenty minutes with our main characters. Um, I know. Uh, Did we even spend twenty yeah. minutes with them? Jesus. No, let me before we go. Let me ask you: How do you like Bo-Katan? You still like her? Oh, I love Bo-Katan. And Bo-Katan. you like her only because she's well. You like her because you know a lot about her from watching like what's she in Rebel Star Wars Rebels? Clone or Wars. She's in like one of the Clone Wars. Um, Clone Wars. So you know her character a lot better uh, than I do, yeah. right? You know her backstory. I mean, I like her, and yeah. I do like Katie Sackhoff. Um, uh, I'm not. Like, I'm not, like, I have felt that she was genuine in helping Din Djarin over the last two seasons, 
but we know that he has the dark saber and that she wants it, right? But you can't, you can only rule, you have to take the dark saber in combat, right? He can't just be like, here's the dark right. saber, you can be in charge now, right? Yeah, he tried, yeah, he tried that already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has to fight him for it. Um, and she has to kill him, but she's got to beat him. Uh, and, yeah. like, and she, like, that bit where she's like, hey, when you went all the way down in the water, did you see anything down there? And he's like, what are you talking about? No. Anything alive? No. Um, I mean, she's, she saw the mythosaur, if that's what yeah. it was. It had to be. And, and, like, she doesn't say anything about it, like, I, I like is she concerned about her place as the person in the royal family, right? She's sort of like the leader of yeah. if there was a Mandalore and there were people, she would be the queen, right? Um and now he's got the dark saber. He's got the dark saber and now the the mythosaur came for Din. So I feel like yeah. she maybe is a little like, like, why does she not say, like, why do you think she didn't say anything about it? Like, holy crap, that giant, well, you didn't see that giant monster that tried to bite you? That grabbed you? Yeah, she, uh, yeah, because she's, she, she's playing that one close to the vest. She's not about to tell anybody that the mythosaur is real. So why, why do you think she's not going to tell anybody? Like, I'm asking you, like, genuinely, like, what do you think It could be for that very, it could be for that reason right there, because she's the last person in the royal family, but like you said, he's got the dark saber. The mythosaur came for him, so. Like she, like maybe she threatened that Din Jaren is going to become yeah. the leader of the Ma- of the Mandalorians. Um, yeah, kind of. Because she's pretty invested in it. Like she never, like, she seems to remind us often how important she is. Yeah, I mean, and, and to help you a little, like her history, like. She broke off, even though she, you know, she's from the royal family, she broke off from the main group of Mandalorians before the Empire betrayed them and destroyed everything. Like, you know, she was, she was always, she was the leader of the Night Owls, and she was always suspicious of everybody and always, you know, investigating things and, and starting trouble that wasn't there. <laughs> so. so she wasn't like a good little pretty princess waiting to be the, she was like no, off not at all. around and being whatever. So she like, yeah. um, she rejected it. Did she reject it? I don't know, like she, or she, she didn't, didn't embrace re- it. She didn't, re- she didn't reject, no, she didn't reject it, but she felt, she, she was like, we're Mandalorians. We're, we're fighters. Like, she had a big problem when her sister was queen, um, that her sister was ruling and trying to have compromise and diplomatic solutions. And Bo was always like, no, we don't have – we're Mandalorians. We don't do diplomatic. We do, we do bashing their head, heads in, you know. Oh, that's very, that's very Klingon yeah. way, right? Yeah. Different universe, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so – yeah. That was always, yeah, yeah, her and her sister were always at odds. Huh. That's interesting because it does seem like, to me, on this show, it seems like she kind of wants to be the queen of something. Um, but. Well, she's anyway, also grown I, up and things have changed. 
Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do like her. I do like her, and I, I do think that she um, is an interesting friend for Din, if that's what she is. I don't know if that's what she is. I don't know that I'd call her a friend right now, but she's a colleague or an ally so far, right? And I think, like, yeah. I mean, their personalities are good together because Din is like this. I mean, he's kind of boring, right? Like, like, I mean, he's kind of a disappointing dude. It's, it's actually, it's actually funny. Din is very boring, but it works for him. It does. Like when, like last season when he was on that planet and that lady liked it, he fell kind of fell for that girl and she fell for him, right? Um, yeah. Like he's not a very. I mean, he's not talkative. He's not. You know, he's just always like, this is the way, let me do my duty. He's all about duty, right? Um, yeah. And he's a little... Not very social. <laughs> you know, I mean, Grogu's loosening him up a little bit, right? Like, he's a dad yeah. now. But um, it's, it's like whenever he whenever he talks, you know, he goes to Amy Sedaris whenever he needs something. But the conversations are always like, this is what I need. Just can you get it for me or not? Stop trying to have this conversation with me. Just, Just, you know... Yes. It's like he's like that yeah, with everybody, kind of, you know. He's like that with Carl, he's like that with Carl Weathers, you know. Everybody he talks to, he's just like, can we get to the point? Like when he was sitting in that little room, sitting cross-legged with those little tiny mechanics last week, and they were like, bad baby, bad baby, and he's like, yeah, you know, Grogu, stop. He's very like, yeah, he's kind of boring, um, yeah. but it works for him. You're right. And I think he, I think he and, and Bo are like a good, um, a good like. Uh, pair, and I don't mean a romantic yeah. pair, just like a good pair of no, co- no. co-workers right now. Yeah. Like a good pair of characters. Yeah, I together. agree. Uh, so I wish we could see some yeah, more of them we're... on screen and not see like an hour of boring like clone yeah. doctor bullshit. Well, um, hopefully they see, so hope, hopefully they see the reviews on that. Then again, I don't even know online people might be loving it. I don't even know. I have seen a few um, headlines where people feel that the show is maybe a little bloated with too much of this kind of story that needs to be cut back and and get us back to the story that we think we're watching. Um, and I don't mind, like, I never minded. We, I think we both really enjoyed the, like, adventure of the week type setup we had for two seasons where yeah. whatever anything din is trying to get on he's like i'll help you but you got to go over to Coruscant and do this and you get to Coruscant and they're like i'll help you but you got to go over to Tatooine and do this and you get there and they're like i'll help you but yeah. you got it great like like he always had to like yeah. do another adventure of the week to finish his task and i i liked that aspect of it um yeah i agree i i wouldn't mind seeing more of that, although this, this is not a show that intends to, this is not like a procedural show that's going to have a monster of the week for the next, like, however many seasons. The show, no. I don't know how many more seasons, is, right? It's got to go somewhere. Um, Pedro yeah. Pascal, Star is on the rise. He's got other, he's got movies to make. He's got to adopt yep. other people. Like, he's got a whole career now of adopting foundlings. Oh. And playing people who adopt speaking of other <laughs> Speaking of other things to do, um, so obviously nothing official, but right now, based on what the creators have said, we can look for Last of Us part uh, season two, uh, probably uh, mid to late t- uh, next year. 
mid to late 2024. So a year and a half from now, maybe. So every, so, so yeah, so all my, you know, our, our huge conversation about that two weeks ago, I'm feeling better if yeah. they pull it off. <laughs> so I'm like, see, they can do yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it's a reasonable amount of time to make a show like that, I think. Um, like, remembering that the CGI for those infected probably takes another, like, six months after they're done with principal photography, right? Right. Yeah. So. I know I made that up. Anyway. I have no idea. I can barely use a computer. I made that up. But anyway, that's great. <laughs> All right. That's great. Good I'd love show. Same, All right, great. Same episode. Same, same TV shows next week. Same shows. Uh, so th- uh, this is really not the type of thing that we cover. But I'm going to see John Wick on Saturday. I got tickets. <laughs> that's actually funny. Um, Artie and I were just having a conversation today because I have T-Mobile now, and t- every Tuesday T-Mobile has these specials called T-Mobile Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and one of them is a $5 movie ticket to go see John Wick. <laughs> <gasps> so we were talking oh, about I, So we're probably going to go – so we're going to go see that at some point. Five, I'm paying full freight, I think. I'm paying, like – well, we're going in the afternoon. We're going, like, 3 in the afternoon on Saturday, so it's probably only, like, $10. But – um, I'm willing to pay full freight for John Wick. I'm going with some friends of mine who are huge John Wick fans. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I have this friend who I have this friend who is very afraid. She won't watch any zombies. She won't any horror movies. She won't watch any like thing that's remotely scary. But she'll watch John Wick like all the time. <laughs> that's funny. So, so all right. Well, I, I won't talk about it until you guys see it. We will talk about it another time on the show. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Great. All right. All right. Great talking to you. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your week. You too. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Forking is we're done. Good night.